I, I'm glad that I was restored before I got to the grave. Because once you get to the grave, it's over, baby. Ask Davies. He said, can I ask you something? Would you send some, somebody back to, to tell my brothers to get right? Would you do that? It's too late. If they're not listening to the living, what makes you think they're going to listen to the dead? It's a gulf between you when you get to the grave. It's, it's it. That, that's it. Ain't no salvation after the grave in that sense. Am I right about it? See, you got to look at this. I, I, I searched all over and I couldn't find nothing about this woman. It didn't say she was a believer. It didn't say she wasn't one. It didn't say her son was a believer. It didn't say he wasn't one. It just said just what we just read. He was, him and his disciple was coming from another city. And then he came near the gate of the city called, and then he saw a film possession. And then he described it. Everything that you need to know is right there in the 12th verse. A group of men was carrying him to the graveyard. His mother was a widow, and he was her only child, and she was popular with the people of that city. That's all you need to know. Now, you might think that this is about the son, since he's dead. But it's never about the dead. It's always about the living. <laughs> it's all, are you alive? If you're alive, can you wave your hand? See, 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 it, 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 it's never about the dead. The bar was dead. But it wasn't about the son. This is about the mother. Somebody just said, how was it about the mother, pastor? The Bible said the bar was dead. They was in a funeral possession. Headed outside the city. Now to be buried in the city, you had to be of royalty from the family of David. Only those people was allowed to be buried in the city limits. Why, Pastor? Thank you for asking. Because have you ever smelt the a dead body? Oh, well, y'all ain't lived. It's the worst smell that you could think about the worst odor you have ever smelled. And it's ten times worse. 
they didn't have many bearers in the city living for health reasons. Because when the body, when the person died, they buried them the same day. It was no embalming. They buried him. And see, it was just too much known in the city to be walking on top of dead bodies. Eventually, that body was going to come to the surface. Diseases, infection, odor. So if you wasn't of the royal family, you had to be carried on the outside of the city. And I just said the grave. I didn't say the graveyard. They just dug a hole and put you in. Okay? That's why they was headed outside of the city. Now, another significant point here is his mother was a widow. That means her husband had died. And this was her only child. I'm going somewhere with this. I'm just trying to paint so you could understand. This was her only child. Didn't that what the scripture said? Okay. And she was very popular in the city because a lot of folks came to the funeral. Now we know about that. I've been to funerals where just the first two rows were filled. And then I've been to some funerals that this edifice could not accommodate the crowd. We'll have to go to the biggest building. Well, see, again, you typically, I said typically, not definitely, because I had an auntie that went to a funeral every day. She didn't know. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the funeral. Who died? I don't know. They having a funeral. And she went to a funeral every day. And help the people mourn. You know, they did have professional mourners back in the day. I'm going to help you get it out of you. Oh, yeah. They had professional mourners. I don't know if she was professional or not, but she went to a, she went to a film. In fact, she stopped by the film home just to see who was in there. So she could put it on her scalpel. You might know folks like that yourself. Okay? They was on their way to the grave. And again, I said again, this ain't about the son. Because the son is dead. And dead is dead. Let the dead bury the dead. But it's always about the one who has life. Now, now look here. He wasn't of the family of David. Therefore, he had to be buried outside. The Lord had compassion on this mother. Why? Why? Back in this time, a woman could not own property of any sort. If she didn't have a son or a husband, she was destitute. If he hadn't have been there, once her husband died, the state would have came in 
and what took and seized everything that she had. So she had to have a covering. Of course, you know it ain't like that now. Because we got a lot of widows that are well off. Somebody ought to say something. Amen. They're they well off. They can own property, drive, loan, Cadillacs, and everything else. Just keep on. You get that. So therefore, as she was following the fume possession outside of the city, she was anticipating losing everything. That's why she was crying. You thought she was crying because she lost her son? It wasn't about the son. It was about her. My son is gone, and I getting ready to lose everything. Everything. She was going to be outside. It wasn't a welfare line, uh, uh, line, so she couldn't get in that. It wasn't any unemployment. She, she couldn't get it. It wasn't any subsidy. She couldn't apply for that. Food stamps, no, no, not yet. Social Security, not yet. So you see why she was crying. It was a probably a two-fold cry. That's the, I, I start to tell you a story. But I've been to films that the family is crying for the loss. And they crying because they had to come out of their money at their pocket to bury them. Y'all ain't saying nothing. So it was a two-fold cry. I'm crying now because I'm broke. And I'm crying because I miss my loved one. But see, maybe y'all haven't been there. I've, I've lived a while and I've seen a lot of things when it comes to death and films. Okay? Now, Jesus was his way by. Did, ain't that what the scripture said? And he saw her. And immediately he knew what state she was in. And aren't you glad that one day the Lord saw you? And you was on your way to the grave. Am I right about it? He said, he said she had lost her son. Uh, why was it? And I just told you why the loss of her son was so devastating. Because, again, she's losing her son. And she's losing everything she had. Now just put yourself in that position. Your cry would be twofold. You just lost your child. And you just lost everything that you and your husband has acquired. And you stuck out. And that's enough to cry about. Am I right about it? So, 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 so that's why uh, 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 uh she had no covering. In other words, her son had become the object of her faith. Oh, now we finna get to the good for her. He had become the object of her faith. And when the object of your faith is gone, 
what does that leave you? That leaves you in a situation for everything you got to be taken. Okay, let me go back to Bible 101. Your faith. We live and we move in Christ Jesus. Jesus is the object of our faith. Everything that we live for, the object for it is Jesus. Now just imagine this woman. See, Jesus wasn't there as present like he is with us. Jesus is, in, Jesus is still here on earth and he's still walking with his disciples. So it wasn't necessarily that Jesus knew this woman. But Jesus knows everything. Am I right about it? He knows when we are on the verge of thinking we have lost everything. And see, I, I know some of y'all was born with silver spoons in your mouth. But again, uh, some of us had to scrape and scrounge. Again, uh, I wasn't born with a silver. It wasn't even bronze. It wasn't even tin. In fact, it wasn't a spoon at all. It was a popsicle stick. <laughs> but you get the message. It, it, out of your getting, get an understanding. Do we understand? Okay, okay. And so she became the object of her and then when the object of her faith is getting ready to be buried, what am I going to do? And see, if Jesus somehow, God forbid, just say, okay, I'm out of here. Y'all on your own. We would be crying too. On our way to the grave. Because there's only life in Jesus. And if you're not in Jesus, you dead. And you on your way to the grave. You did. You, it, like, you know, we don't think we did because I'm partying, I'm shimming and shaking and doing a, whatever these days, jumping up. Don't seem like we did, but we did. Those are activities of the flesh. Are you following me? Okay. Now, the object of our faith. Now, again, when Jesus came by and touched the beer, same thing as coughing, but the pronouncing the pronunciation of the word is beer. B-E-I-R. I looked it up. And Jesus just came by and just Y'all didn't get that. Jesus came by. Did, what did the scripture say? And just touched it. Now, now, now look. It wasn't a coffin as we know today. It didn't have a cover over it. It was a platform with the body laying on it. Remember now, 
The tradition was to bury, the boy just had died. They buried the body the same day. It ain't like holding them out a week, waiting for folks to come from far off. Some folks just held out for two weeks. No, no, no. With no embalming practices, you'd have had a mess on your hands. So they dug a deep. And see, the reason six feet is appropriate now because you got a steel casting around you and seal. But if that was just a naked body, it would be 12 feet down because that body would decompose. Are you with me? Okay. Do you know it's live dead folks that are walking around decomposing? Life is eating them up. And they don't even recognize it. And they are on their way to the grave. Are you still with me? Okay. Well, look here. After Jesus came by and touched the beer. See, again, it's hard to preach this without getting happy because, again, this is the third time Individuals have been restored to an earthly life. Don't call this a resurrection because it wasn't a resurrection. You remember Jairus' daughter? She was raised. You remember uh, 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 Lazarus? Now this boy, this is the third time that they have been restored to an earthly life. I didn't say a spiritual life. We were restored. Our spiritual life was restored. Don't you know we are spirits living in a natural world? Am I right about it? This was the time for transference of faith. I had faith in my son, and as long as he was there, I was calm. Everything was going to be all right. Take that away. I need something to put faith in. And faith was walking down the road. You, your object was your son. And Jesus said, now your object is going to be me. See, sometimes your object may have been your car. I, I pray God nobody stopped by the car wash this morning. I'll, I'll give you a hall pass if you drove through. You got I'll give you a hall pass if you drove through. But I can't do that if you got out there and wiped and sprayed and armored all. Something a little wrong with that. On your way to church. But her object of faith was being carried to the grave. Jesus came by and touched the beer, the coffin, and then spoke to somebody that was once dead but now is alive. Jesus said, get up. Yeah. 
That's why you up to date. Jesus somewhere. told you to get up. Not only did he get up, the Bible said he started talking. Somebody ought to be telling somebody how God has touched you. Somebody should be telling somebody how he has blessed you. Am I right about it? He came and touched it, and they that bared him, they just Woo. They went into a pause. They just stood still, and the boy raised up. Brother Sweat, we'd have been. <laughs> On the way to the grave. And you gonna have enough nerve to sit up? That's how the people that know you look at you. Because they know you was on the way to the grave with them. And now you start talking Jesus. And you have seemingly stood up out of that dead state. Somebody shout, he touched me. That's why you're here today. I'm just so glad. I'm, I'm so glad, son, that one day Jesus came by and And see, it, you know it was power in that touch because it brought me out of a dead state. The old folks used to say, the places that I used to go, I don't go no more. The things that I used to do, I don't do anymore. The language that I used to use, I don't use it anymore. The things that I used to smoke, I don't smoke anymore. Let me come on in your kitchen. That Jack that I used to drink, I don't drink anymore. Because he, 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 Now, you would think this was about the son, but it never was about the son. It was about the mother. See, a lot of folks are being blessed, <laughs> not but on their own merit, because they know you. This side didn't get it. I said a lot of folks are being blessed because they know you. You remember that centurion that gave that money to build the, the temple? He, was, he wasn't a believer. But the people said, he gave us money to build the temple. Am I right about it? That wasn't about him. That was about God's people having somewhere to worship him and he used the heathen to build the temple. Ain't God all right. So as I close, as I close, you got to understand the, the, uh, Jesus. It was about this woman and Jesus. The Bible said 
a lot of folks was following her. That means she was well known. That means that somewhere and somehow, I don't know, again, this is a part of scripture where that is not much research on. So you have to take what is given and look and dig into it. It was about the woman being able to survive. And see, one day, we were just like that boy on that cooling boat, on our way to the grave. And somehow, some way, Jesus came back. And see, the only difference was we was alive and dead. He was dead and dead. But no matter, God has a touch. Ask Lazarus, yeah, brother preacher, I had been dead four days. That's what they told me. Because I was dead. And then the next thing I knew, I stood up and bands started falling off. When you stood up for Jesus, your cares start falling off. Your worries start falling off. Your concerns start falling off. You push some people back out of your life because you realize they were the ones that was causing the drama. So are you getting it? Restore it. Because you got, to, you got to know this. Don't call this a resurrection because Jesus was the first resurrection. But he's not the last. But the second one hasn't happened just yet. He restored this boy back to earthly life. He restored us back to a spiritual life. Because you got to understand, we have always been spirit. God breathed the breath of life and we became a what? A living, a living what? So that makes us spirits. You've been a spirit. When you was out there parting your head off, you was a spirit on the wrong ground. A spirit on the wrong ground. I looked in the Bible. I looked at Peter, a spirit on the wrong ground. I looked at Paul, a spirit on the wrong ground. I looked at a lot of the patriots in the, in, in the Bible characters, uh, in the word. Uh, they all had a dark past. Has anybody, does anybody in here have a dark past? You better raise your hand. Don't let me come after you. One touch, lighten that Lighten it up. One touch brought your life from darkness into light. One touch. It didn't take three or four touches. You say, well, I've been bad two or three times. That was grace. That was mercy. But it didn't take but one touch. Our grace and mercy is renewed day by day. But it only took one touch. That one touch was Jesus. It only took one Jesus. It only took one son. Am I right about it? And that son came down from glory. Am I right about it? Came down to a wicked earth that was on its way to the grave. And we needed a touch to come alive. 
Am I right about it? They hung him on a cruel cross. They, they stretched him wide. Am I right about it? See, it, it was about Jesus, but it wasn't about Jesus because I say that to say this. He said, I won't come down. This ain't about me. I won't come down. This is about God's children. I won't come down. So I have volunteered to go through the suffering and the shame to save them. Because my father is in heaven. My father is rich. He owned the cattle of a thousand hills. And whatever I asked him, even now, he will give it. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. I'm giving it to you, but in three days, I want you to give it back. Am I right about it? I came to die for somebody else. A friend wouldn't even do that. But I came to die. So they wouldn't go to the grave. I'm glad this morning. Because of restoration. Because of elevation. Because of creation. Is the reason we are here. I'm glad that one day Jesus came by my way. It would have been better if I was on a cooling board. Because it's not very powerful to be dead on top of the ground. Am I right about it? He came on down through 42 generations. He came down to die on an old rugged cross. They spierced him in the side. They nailed both hands and they spiked both feet. And he never said a mumbling word. But somebody on the cross said, surely, oh surely, this must have been the son of God. Am I right about it? And he died. Yes, he did. He died. To the veil of the temple was rented from the top to the bottom. He died. To the sun went down three o'clock in the evening. He died. To the earth start reeling and rocking. He died. To somebody say, surely. Oh, surely. Surely. This must be the son of God. They took him down off of that cross, put him in a barry grave, but early, somebody shout early, early, Sunday morning, he got up, he got up, he got up, didn't the Lord get up with all power in his hand? Power to lift up the bow down head. Power to mend the broken heart. Power to heal the sick. Power to raise the dead. All power. All power was in his holy hand. I'm glad that he's coming back again. Aren't you ready? Coming in the air, riding on a cloud, looking over to the graveyard. 
calling dead saints forward. Look over to the live saint. They start changing in a moment at the blink of an eye and we'll be caught up. Somebody shout caught up. Caught up. Caught up. Caught up. And we going home to glory. Ain't Lord all right? Ain't he all right? Ain't the Lord all right? Ain't he good? Ain't the Lord good? Ain't he merciful? Ain't the Lord merciful? Ain't he kind? Ain't the Lord kind? Ain't he higher? Ain't he I'm glad. I said I'm glad. I said I'm glad that I got restored before I got to the grave. Are you glad today that while you was alive, God touched you? Didn't he touch you? Didn't he come see about you? Hasn't he been a soul provider? Hasn't he been kind? Hasn't he been merciful? Am I right about it? Ain't he all right? Somebody shout, yeah! Somebody shout, yeah! Ah, yeah! My, 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 my. My, 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 my. Thank you, Lord, for your restoring power. Thank you, Lord, for touching my life one day. Because I could have been dead, sleeping in my grave. But thank you, Lord, you made old death behave. Ain't he all right? I can't hear you this morning. Ain't the Lord all right? Yes, he is. 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 Yeah. 